0: Welcome to Ag Matters, a podcast where we talk about both matters of agriculture and why agriculture matters. Here's your host, Dr. Amanda Stone, Mississippi State University Assistant Professor and Extension Dairy Specialist. This is Ag Matters with Dr. Amanda Stone, and today we have with us Dr. Jackson, the Director of Extension at Mississippi State University. Thank you for coming in. Do you mind um, introducing yourself a little bit more and telling me about your background, how you got here?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, thank you, Dr. Stone, for the invitation to be a part of the podcast and uh, to use this uh, innovative technology uh, yeah. Thanks for coming teaching in. And, and learning. Um, well, I, uh, I'm i a native Mississippian, and uh, I grew up on a small uh, farm in North Mississippi, Yellow Bush County, exactly, and uh, a small beef operation with... Uh, a variety of row crops and mm-hmm. uh, well, was a part of that growing up and decided that I would uh, pursue um, uh, education, higher education in agriculture and I did attend Mississippi State and um, I, uh, I later did my graduate work at Penn State's College of Agriculture and Life Sciences there with um, uh, studying agriculture education, extension ed, and ag communications. Okay. And so ag is actually my, uh, my teaching and research area. Awesome. And so I've been, uh, joined the faculty, had an opportunity to come back to my home state in 1993 as an assistant professor of ag communications hmm. here at Mississippi State and uh, I've been here ever since and I've served in a variety of administrative positions and for the last nine, almost nine years, uh, director of MSU Extension.
0: Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about what Extension is?
1: Yeah, I get asked often to describe Extension, and uh, uh, I like to think of it as the outreach and engagement arm of the land-grant university. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are tasked with providing Uh, non-credit, uh, education and information to Mississippians, um, and, um, to, uh, help them improve the quality of their life, whether that's an, uh, agronomic row crop agriculture farm, Mm -hmm. uh, a beef farm, dairy, uh, it could be an agribusiness, um, it could also be, uh, some type of local government or civic organization where we provide a lot of volunteer management and leadership skills. We have a 4-H youth development program, mm-hmm. uh, health, nutrition, early childhood development, across a variety of programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we bring those educational programs that are research-based uh, to Mississippians uh, to help whatever their need is, try to meet that need.
0: Mm-hmm. And anybody can contact Extension personnel.
1: That's correct. Anyone can contact um, Extension. There is a local uh, Extension, Mississippi State University Extension office in every county in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. That's another thing that we're very proud of, to have uh, Extension agents and uh, Extension staff within 30 minutes of every Mississippian. And, of course, these offices are local hubs for, for teaching and learning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they Many of them have classrooms, uh, boardrooms, and there's a lot of community meetings. Uh, a lot of organizations use our county extension offices to meet. But there's a lot of educational programming that the local agent does there uh, on, mm-hmm. on those uh, many different uh, subject matter areas that we have. We have over 200 uh, planned extension programs in our database system that are statewide programs uh, mm-hmm. on, a, on that variety of topics. And so some of those may be taught at the local level, but but also it may be mm-hmm. a local program that's been designed by that agent just to meet that specific need mm-hmm. in that community. And so then we also have regional hubs. We have four regional research and extension centers across the state, uh, one in Raymond, Mississippi, one in Verona, one in uh, Uh, Stoneville and uh, also one in Biloxi. Mm -hmm. And those are the regional hubs for the Extension agents for in service training, but also regional meetings Mm -hmm. uh, that are hosted there. And then, of course, we have the Boston Extension Center Mm -hmm. on the main campus of Mississippi State. That's our Extension state headquarters. Mm -hmm. And uh, we certainly provide a lot of educational programming from this place as well as our departments across several colleges and other parts of the university campus, wherever those extension appointed faculty may be, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're teaching and delivering educational programs through a variety of methods, obviously face-to-face in a, in mm-hmm. a lecture uh, presentation uh-huh. type situation, but also using technology like this podcast
2: mm-hmm.
1: or um, uh, online courses and programs. Um, uh, demonstrations uh, that are maybe farm or business-based. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: we use all those different teaching methods and varieties to to uh, provide the research-based information.
0: Perfect. And on that note, that, that we are providing, as Extension personnel, providing research-based information, I think one of the things that sometimes gets maybe confused or misconstrued is that there are three completely separate arms of the land-grant university, and there are three arms, right? Teaching research and extension. But the way I see it, at least, is that they all are very connected to each other, right? We can't do extension without research. We can't teach without extension and research. So how do you see that interconnectivity?
1: I I see it exactly as you just described. It, many times um, individuals will uh, will We'll identify Extension as the service component of the mm-hmm. land-grant seal, but it's much more than that. Yes, we do service. We, uh, we provide a, a lot of services such as soil testing. We have the MSU Soil Testing Laboratory here that mm-hmm. is a service uh, to landowners, mm-hmm. to gardeners, and uh, uh, coaches who have athletic fields mm-hmm. and those who want to have the soil tested. That's a service. But more importantly than that, Uh, We, we, uh, we teach. Mm -hmm. And uh, so learning, learning occurs through teaching. And so extension is teaching. It's just not for a grade, but it's still teaching Mm -hmm. in order to change a behavior. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we, that's the central focus. And obviously we also do research while we have the experiment Mm -hmm. station and uh, various departments and colleges that are conducting research. Extension is very much involved in applied research as well because our faculty do this, and then they develop their programs that are to go out to Mississippians based upon uh, Mm -hmm. the validity of that research and reliability of that research. Mm -hmm. So uh, Extension is is a part of the entire SEAL, Mm -hmm. research, learning, teaching learning or teaching mm-hmm. and, and, and certainly service. So I, I, I agree with your assessment of the SEAL and the connective
0: mm-hmm. parts. And so all land-grant universities have some form of extension within them, right?
1: That's correct. Um, the, of course, it's by federal law, a mm-hmm. uh, mandate that the land-grant universities have uh, an extension arm, extension mm-hmm. unit component, and that includes the land-grant universities that are in the territories such as the University of the Virgin Islands or the University of Puerto Rico, Mm -hmm. they too have extension systems.
0: But each one is run a little differently, right? Like I think we're lucky here from my perspective of only working at Mississippi State University, (laughs) but I think we're lucky in that we have such a – a strong support system for extension and for agriculture here and that we really, people really see it as being its own, stand on its own sector, which I don't think happens at every university.
1: That, that's correct. We are very fortunate in Mississippi State. And of course, a driving force of that, uh, I think there are several. Mm-hmm. And one of those is the legacy of, of, of the past extension professionals
2: mm-hmm. who
1: did their job so well. You know there there are many retirees that will be listening to this podcast, <laughs> and you know they they went in front of us, mm-hmm. uh, specialist agents, staff members, um, providing those educational programs and 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 teaching what extension's role is. You know in that mm-hmm. connectivity, making the difference in that community. So that legacy is very important. And the second thing I think is because agriculture um is so important to our economy in the state around 30 31 percent of Mississippians that draw a paycheck uh, receive that paycheck from the ag industry mm-hmm. and uh, that that's that makes agriculture number one the number uh-huh. one industry in this state it's also by the way the number one industry in this country in the United mm-hmm. States and so um, you know, and we surveyed Mississippians several years ago. We did a needs assessment through our social science research center and uh, randomly called Mississippians and asked about their needs. And one of the top three things that Mississippians identified was that as, as a great need is having a safe, abundant, and affordable food supply. Mm-hmm. And so that's at the heart of what we do in extension. Mm-hmm. is our agriculture programming. And so with b- being the largest industry, it being uh, the greatest need that we have, uh, it has a huge importance. And so we have a, a state full of officials that understand that
2: mm-hmm. in
1: our legislature, uh, but uh, also in from our stakeholder organizations, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, they understand that importance. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, the landowners... Uh, People, uh, mm-hmm. whether they're rural or urban in Mississippi, understand that food supply thing, and and that's that's really important. And so, uh, and then of course with it within Mississippi State having an administration, mm-hmm. uh, a president, Dr. Keenum, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, values that role of extension, the role mm-hmm. of the ag division, uh, really, we're very fortunate. Uh-huh. Very fortunate. I think
0: so too. And I, like I said, I haven't worked anywhere else but I know people who work other places and have traveled around and I think until you really understand the the gravity of of the situation and agriculture in general and that you know we need to eat we need all of that and to have that support is really beneficial not just as an employee but as someone who lives in Mississippi right I feed my children here and I want to make sure that everything is safe and and good so it's really important.
1: And 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 also the production of the food and fiber is, mm-hmm. is important. But I, I think our extension family, our extension mm-hmm. faculty, agents, staff, our university administration, and our stakeholder groups out there and the people mm-hmm. in Mississippi understand that the first step is is producing uh, quality food and fiber. But also there's there's things that come that uh, follow it, uh, food safety.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: for example,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the importance of that, the, in, the importance of um, the a- agribusiness aspects of it, of getting that to the market and getting it to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Then there's the health and nutrition mm-hmm. aspects of that and how all of that ties together and um, affects the individual, affects the family, affects the community,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and, and having faculty that that are studying every aspect of that, mm-hmm from seed development uh, to cons- the consumer education piece and mm-hmm. the, co- the well-being of the consumer, how it comes back around good nutrition and health as a part of early childhood development uh-huh. and uh, the fight against obesity. That concept of that lifespan understanding with research and having extension programs is well understood by our faculty here mm-hmm. and and those uh stakeholder groups that support us. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, we get also a lot of uh, freedom, I guess, to work with each other, I think, is one of the cool things that I appreciate about being here within my department and within Extension is that, you know, I get to work with people in promotion or um, health promotion and food science, and I get to work with communications and human science and all of those because they really, you know, Dairy science is obviously a very specific area to study yep. and to, to be in, but they're all so connected that, you know, just like the arms of the land grant, we all work together, and I think that's something that really is something beneficial here.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think your, some of your latest work, research and extension work, that you're doing as an animal scientist, uh, bringing that expertise uh, to the project of working with Um, a sociologist, Mm -hmm. rural sociologist, health specialist, Dr. David Uh Buys, on farm stress for agriculture producers that are affected by, you know, emotionally by farm stress. It's just really some great, and and yes, Mississippi State is a a very conducive environment for that kind of collaboration.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had... Dr. Bides on here for a few episodes ago, and we talked about that too. Yeah. And I love love that project. It's so I think beneficial and and really useful. Um, can you talk a little bit about I guess what you look for for extension hires and who we try to keep? You know, we're talking about how everybody works together well, and we all want to contribute to the greater good, if you will. Um, But it seems like there's probably not a a super cookie cutter mode of what you're looking for, but maybe there's a few things of what extension people should have.
1: Sure. Well, when we're interviewing uh, candidates for extension faculty positions, assistant associate or full professor level or specialist level and extension agents, when we're interviewing Um, any of those positions we we look at their uh, to find out what their philosophy of extension is, what their understanding of extension is Mm -hmm. and uh, we we ask them to provide that information to us because so many people think about teaching as only an inside of a classroom experience Mm
2: -hmm.
1: uh, for credit or for a grade but there are two forms of teaching there's formal and there's non-formal and extension Mm -hmm. is the non-formal part And all of the teaching methodology, the development of uh, planned programs and curricula with evaluation tools and using the methods and techniques for teaching effectiveness is all the same as the formal education. We
2: Mm
1: -hmm. want to make sure that agents and faculty have that understanding, Mm
2: -hmm. that
1: there's scholarship and outreach, and they can explain how you measure that scholarship. That's mm-hmm. that's what we're looking for when we're looking for the ideal extension mm-hmm. faculty member or agent,
2: awesome.
1: uh, and, it, and and unless they can answer that uh, mm-hmm. properly and describe that role of outreach and engagement, mm-hmm. then then you know they're they're probably not a good fit for Mississippi State University Extension. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, teaching outside the classroom walls, and then of course, today we're looking for that technological twist that, mm-hmm. They're,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that they understand to use these new tools to extend their knowledge that's mm-hmm. extended teaching and learning experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that there's a paradigm shift there. You know, Extension at one time was getting in a vehicle and driving uh-huh. and giving a conference somewhere, giving a presentation, mm-hmm. you know, and then you would get back in the vehicle and return to campus. Uh-huh. And now, uh, we're asking our faculty to use those technological tools in the digital age to, mm-hmm. to reach more people. More but all, efficiently. More efficiently mm-hmm. but also measure the impact. Mm-hmm. Measure the impact, and did we change behavior? Uh-huh. And so candidates for these positions need to understand that and, and be able to measure that impact mm-hmm. and show that behavioral change.
0: Right, which is not always easy. And getting no. people to change is not always no, easy. No, <laughs>
1: it's not. It's not. And we're, yeah. we're referred to as the change agents in yes. extension, you know. But it is a difficult task. Uh-huh. And in fact, non-formal education methods and techniques and certainly the evaluation uh, component of that is is somewhat more difficult than mm-hmm. the formal.
0: Well, and I think one of the important things that I've learned in my three-ish years here is that really... You know, everything that we learned in our master's and Ph.D. programs are in a textbook, you know, and cows and people don't read that textbook ever. And they never do what we think that they're going to do or we're taught that they were going to do. And building relationships is what I have found to, I guess, be the biggest importance of my job, at least. And I'm sure that's probably the same for most extension personnel is that we I don't remember who said that famous quote that people don't care what you know until they know that you care, you know, and I think that's really extension is built upon that foundation.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I I have uh, a five-point saying that I always make about why is extension still relevant.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Extension is relevant because of the knowledge base of our faculty and Mm -hmm. staff. And uh, that they have this very powerful knowledge. They, they have learned it from books, mm-hmm. but they've learned it from research mm-hmm. studies. They learned it from journals. They've learned it from uh, in-service programs that have been provided to them. But that's first and foremost, but but relationships. Extension has been extremely successful for over 100 years,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the, the land-grant model still works because of relationships that have been built locally in communities through local Extension agents, but also across the state with faculty, staff, region, country, and in the world. Those relationships mm-hmm. is built upon that. Um, you know, the network... Uh, we have that infrastructure network county level regional level state level we have a a national level extension system and mm-hmm. even an international system that's connected together um and it's in place. technology is of course changing extension, but it's a key to our future success mm-hmm. uh and and we're you know podcasting here and <laughs> and it's it's um It's really neat, and it's helping us expand Mm -hmm. our extension programming. It's one of those examples of new technology. But uh, the last one uh, you've touched upon is the most important, and that's trust. Mm -hmm. After you develop a good relationship with a client, with a student, Mm -hmm. uh, you know uh, they trust extension because our information is. It's reliable. It's true. Mm-hmm. They know we've tested it. They know we've tried it. We mm-hmm. know we. They know that we wouldn't steer them wrong. Mm-hmm. And many times we give them uh, options. We show them all the different options and say, well, "You choose the one that is best for you." Mm-hmm. But here's what our variety tests or our our research has found, mm-hmm. and we leave it up to them to do that. We're we're not selling or promoting anything, right? We're not. And making so we're money trusted. Off of them. We're such mm-hmm. a trusted source, and and that's going to continue to be a part of our success down the road.
0: Uh huh. Well, on that note, what do you see as the future of extension? If you could look ten years in the future, what do you think the extension at Mississippi State University would look like? I th-
1: I believe very much in you know Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, and mm-hmm. get the right people on the best, and I think uh, on the bus, and I I think that the First and foremost is having uh, very bright, uh, very intelligent, and articulate faculty
2: mm-hmm.
1: and agents. And, and that includes all of our Extension family staff,
2: uh-huh.
1: our support staff, our professional staff who support the faculty and agents' role in educating so much. Is having that, that talent, those very talented, very knowledgeable. Faculty and agents and staff um, providing that knowledge base, mm-hmm. and I think the second thing is is our ability to very quickly uh, using the tools that our clientele are requesting of us to disseminate mm-hmm. that information. You know, at, at as using a star uh, Star Trek term, at warp speed, uh-huh. and I, that's putting. Dr. Stone's knowledge base into that advanced technological system where it Mm -hmm. reaches our client very Mm -hmm. quickly and they can access it and they can understand it and they can apply it. Mm -hmm. And um, so extension has to be in that technological system, that digital system. Mm -hmm. If we remain in pamphlets and booklets and journal articles on shelves, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: we will cease to exist. Mm -hmm. Your knowledge base Yes, it it still needs to be published in a journal article, in yes. an extension <laughs> article, but it'll be print-on-demand, it'll be online, uh-huh. and then all of your seminars and short courses and workshops, you know, reaching. And still, of course, it's never going to replace face-to-face instruction. That's still always uh-huh. going to be the most preferred method. But uh, our our clients are changing. They're mm-hmm. demanding this information be sent to them, be given to them, and they access, access it wherever they are.
0: Mm-hmm. When they really, at least the, the dairy producers that I work with, I always say that you will never meet someone smarter than a dairy producer because they really, they may not be, you know, college educated or have PhDs, but they can take a bit of information that I give them and apply it to their farm and just really, I mean, it it never ceases to amaze me when I make a recommendation of something that seems to me like really difficult to apply on their farm and they somehow MacGyver their way into, do <laughs> into doing do it. it. So they really are hungry for information and they want to improve right. their operations.
1: So there's a demand for it. Mm-hmm. And so we have to deliver. Extension has to deliver that. And we have to do it, v- deliver it very effectively, but very quickly. Mm-hmm. Or they will move on somewhere else and find it. Uh-huh. Uh And it has to be at any given time as well, not mm-hmm. just, you know, accessing it but at any point in time Mm -hmm. find that information Mm 24 7 so um i think there's a very bright future for extension um as long as we we put our knowledge base into those kind of advanced technological systems Mm -hmm. to to reach the client wherever they are trotting the globe
0: right (laughs) or just at home on their farm wherever they are yeah that's right Perfect. Well, I really appreciate you coming in and talking to us, and thank you all for tuning in to Ag Matters. Um, Tune in next time and like and subscribe.
1: Ag Matters is produced and supported by the Mississippi State University Extension Service.